When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky Athletics and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. Good at one. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Throws it down with a ferocious two-handed dunk. Your chance to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show is presented by Anthony's Restaurants. Showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. All right, everybody, welcome in to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We are live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal for this Monday edition of the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. So glad you could be here. We've got uh, head coach Mike Hopkins not going to make it here tonight. We've got assistant coach Will Conroy filling in for him at the bottom of the hour. He'll join me to talk. Dubs will be here to to join me to talk some men's hoops after the Huskies uh, had a tough trip down to the Southland against SC and UCLA. But how about those ladies? huh how about the ladies with a sweep of the bay area schools at alaska airlines arena knocking off cal on friday and then taking down number two stanford yesterday in a thrilling game True freshman guard L. Ladine hits blackjack. She scores 21. She's named a Pac-12 freshman of the week today. And the head coach that orchestrated it all, Tina Langley, is right here. She's joining Elise Woodward when we continue live from Chinooks. Coming up next on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? 
or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU. Membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. show we are here with tina langley head coach of the university of washington women i'm elise woodward um what'd you do yesterday coach <laughs> uh, just went to a basketball game had some fun yeah you just had a little bit of fun at a basketball game yeah i think uh it's one that's going to go down uh for the huskies as they knock off number two stanford 72 to 67 was the final yesterday for the first time since 2016 uh, when the last time the Huskies were able to beat Stanford, I don't know if you knew that going into it. It had been 11 games in a row that Stanford was able to win. They've, been to the, they've won the national championship in that span. They've been to multiple Final Fours in that span. Do you pay any attention to the recent history, or are you just like one game at a time? No, not 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 really big. Uh, we're very pro- process fo- focused, so we try to do that as a staff too. So just it's the next game on the schedule. Well, I know all the alums know, and all the fans <laughs> know too that uh, I was there at the last time that Washington was able to knock off Stanford. It was in the Elite Eight in Lexington, Kentucky, and it sent oh, them to the wow. Final Four with Kelsey Plum and Chantel Osahor, and so that was a pretty special one. And this one was special for a lot of different reasons. Obviously, for you, it's the highest ranked team in quite some time that Washington has been able to beat certainly number two in the nation it's hard to top that Uh, it's only the ninth time in the history of the Washington program they've beaten a top 10 or a top five team which is you know it's it's special it's special when you can put together a performance like that why were you guys be a why were you able to do that walk us through how you made it happen I just think that, well, first of all, you know how I feel about these young women. I think they're really special. Uh, I love their commitment to growth. Uh, we talk about it a lot because that's really what we're about as a program. And so, you know, the daily discipline to come in and work hard uh, and work for other people uh, is really what the program is about. And I feel like 
um, that's who they are. It fits them so well. And so, you know, throughout the season from the very beginning, you could see uh, a lot of growth. We were competing right away with a lot of different teams and styles of play. And uh, so it was it was neat to see us continue to just stay together and, and, and recognize the areas we need to be better at and continue to improve. I remember when I was a player and Stanford were to come into town mm -hmm. and Tara was the coach when I was a player. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Like This mm -hmm. is the all-time winningest coach in women's basketball history. I think it's 1,179 wins that mm -hmm. she has put together. And I remember as a player, it was like, here comes Stanford. Let's go. <laughs> like you circle it before the season starts of when you get to play them and it's a chance to knock them off and it's a chance to be measured against the best. And I remember even back then, and it's been every year, they have such intimidating post players where they block your shot and they make, you just, it's what it is. And you're like, okay, here we go. Obviously, Cameron Brooks the best that's ever done it in Stanford history. And she's got a wingspan of somebody six foot eight. And she wants to, like, embarrass you. And I, I love that as a competitor. And you guys were really smart about it. You saw her and then you just made them work. Tell me the game plan going in and how you address the fact that she's very, very good at blocking shots along with the rest of the front line. Right. But you can't just not go in the lane. So how did, what was the approach? Well, I think since have been learning throughout the Pac-12 play already, we've already faced some great shot blockers. Obviously, she being the best, but, um, you know, so we had some games where we made the mistake of shooting into shot blockers' hands, and, you know, we knew that transition defense was going to be a big part of this game for us, uh, their transition offense, and so the, the way they get into transition is often block shots. Uh, it's like a live ball turnover, uh, and so you're in a number situation in a blink, and so our team has gotten so good at understanding the scout understanding this is the thing that could get us beat. Uh, you know, just this simple, um, thoughtful thing every time on offense is if you get in the paint and you are not sure where the shot blocker is, it's not the time to shoot your shot, you <laughs> yeah. know. And so, you know, I thought they did a great job. I mean, from seniors to, you know, our freshmen of getting into that, you know, we call it the decision-making area. Uh, the decision box for us and, and making a good read. I think we shot it to a block shot one time. It was late shot clock. I thought it was understandable, but uh, most of the time, I mean, you know us, we'll take a 30-second shot clock violation. Uh, so, <laughs> but it's a dead ball. And so we were able to uh, to make some really good decisions in times where we normally could score. We're better. You know, a lot of times you'll see us in the game, back to our cut, finish at the rim. This game, you know, back to our cut, get a catch, kick it out. <laughs> you know? right. So, and discipline, um, I think, by the young women to make those decisions. I, I would imagine it's like trying to teach a kid how to drive a car. I've been through that, where you're trying to teach him to drive, and you want to tell them, okay, there's things you got to be scared of, but you also got to drive. Like you, you, It's a balance, right? How did you not let them be intimidated by not just the shot blockers, but by the Stanford aura? They, they were national champs two years ago. They were in the Final Four last year. How did you keep them from being intimidated by the Stanford factor? Because they, they came out and played right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, it was one of the things we addressed right away. There's teams that have played Stanford this year that we've already played against. And when we watched uh, those games, they seemed a little outside of their own character, outside of themselves. And so to be able to look at another team and say, well, they don't look like themselves when they're playing Stanford. Um, and then to look at teams that look like themselves when they play Stanford. So that's just a great, you know, a measuring stick for us. And so we were able to say, and I thought there were times in the, especially early when we first began the game, I was like, okay, our offense is a little slow, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, you gotta find your way. But um, I thought we did a nice job of just being ourselves 
understanding scout doesn't take your aggressiveness away. So we still had opportunities to get to the rim. We still had opportunities to run our offense the way we run it. Um, but there were also times where we needed to make a different decision, and we did that too. Well, it was an epic win for the Huskies. We'll have much more, including falling behind by 11 points and managing to crawl back in and then take a 10-point lead. It was an amazing game, and the Huskies prevailed 72-67 to against Stanford. Not only that, they get the weekend sweep earning a win against the Cal Bears on Friday night. We'll have much more with Tina Lindley. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill and less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this season you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Magnolia. And, Coach, you guys are now 13-9, uh, 5-7 in Pac-12 play. It's the most wins in Pac-12 play since all the way back to the 2017 season when the Huskies went to the Sweet 16. And the 13 wins overall is the most overall win since that 2017 season. And I know you're process-driven, but – it, it's fun, and I'm sure it's exciting for you as a coach to see the players' continued improvement in all aspects. Like, I could go through a checklist of things that are j just, okay, that's improved, that's improved. You see them. I mean, I don't know which one is most <laughs> pleasing to you. If there's something that you're – that's a satisfying win in a lot of ways, and it's one win. I mean, I think 
fans get too much in one win. Coaches can't because you got Utah on Friday. Mm-hmm. But if, if you could look back in that win and you take a headline from what was the best part of it for you as a coach, what was it? I think just, you know, we just go through the game again and cut everything up and get ready for practice and reviewing the game. It's uh, um, the individual and collective growth. So, you know, whether it be a player that often, you know, catches and dribbles, for instance, and so this game they don't, they catch and then they hit someone on a back door because they didn't take the dribble or um, someone that's learning to chase on defense and getting through the screens. And so the, the commitment to individual growth, we say that at the beginning of the year, it's, it's the individual growth. If you pursue your best, will be our best. You know, and then you saw the collective understanding of scouting and different things still improving. I mean, we don't ever arrive. We're going to try to be better the entire season. Um, but to see that individual and collective growth, uh, you know, kind of come together in a game was fun. I was just thinking I got a whole bunch of texts from people all over the place. Uh, it was like, wow, what happened? How'd they do it? Tell me all of these things. So how about you? Did you get <laughs> did your phone blow up from people being like, what? What happened? Well, you know, it's a blessing to be able to, to um, celebrate the girls. You know, so I always appreciate, you know, everyone being so excited for them because I think they've seen how hard they've worked. Um, and I hope they felt the same. I hope they felt great love uh, and celebration for all their work. It was cool. When I just went down on the floor after the game, just the smiles and the joy mm-hmm. from the players was really fun. Like, they yeah. were ecstatic. This is a memory that is – they're going to stick with them the rest of their lives. You always remember those mm-hmm. big upsets. You forget yeah. a lot of games. You forget <laughs> a lot of things. But they're going to yeah. remember beating Stanford. Yeah. I think that, that the thing that's really beautiful about uh, this group is how happy they are for one another. Yeah. Uh, you know, families celebrating together. Um, you know, students, students are scouting, you know, our fans, our alumni. Uh, it was just so neat to see everybody uh, really celebrate one another. The one thing I think that stands out to me, well, there was many, but I'll start with the scout. As somebody that I love X's and O's and I love to see strategy and I love to see, and that's why I have more respect or as much respect for Tara Vanderveer than any coach in, in any sport. And I've got to interview a lot of different coaches in, from the NFL to MLB to all of them. She is as smart as any coach and as prepared and as even keeled and she's brilliant. And that's why she's the all time winning as basketball coach. And so for you as a coach to get to go in there and, you know, go toe to toe and X's and O's and your team was as scouted. I thought they were as prepared. They played so hard. They out rebounded Stanford. It was incredible. Um, the scouting part of it is they come along and know your system and what you want. And that is a skill as much as it is your speed, your height. It's a skill. You're shooting, knowing a scout. Mm-hmm. How have they come together in that? Oh, just incredibly. First of all, um, you know, it's just neat to see the desire to learn and love the game. You know, we talk about all the time. It's a, it's a, it's, it's such an honor to get to play the game. The game teaches you so many lessons, life uh, you know, competitiveness, playing together. And so it's really neat to be able to do that. But then the strategy is the competitiveness, you know. So if we can gain any advantage, you know, yeah, whether oh yeah. it be the way we're going to get guard an end-of-game play or, um, you know, understanding not to get your shot blocked so that we can have better trans D, you know, those are small competitive advantages, just just the same as the way we're eating and hydrating and sleeping are right. uh, and committing to different things. And so I think that we've understood the competitive advantage of scouting this year. Uh, 
and they I mean they're studying you'll walk out into the locker room and they'll be in a group talking about a scout and talking about individual players collective uh, maybe one of the best I've seen at like the commitment to that right now uh, and, and how we're growing in that area I loved it and for those that are wondering like the details of it Tara Vanderveer took a timeout. I believe there was three minutes left in the game, and she, or maybe two and a half, and she wanted to set up a play, and it was on the sideline, and you guys jumped the route, and you stole it. And it was a huge play down the stretch, and you knew you had an inclination because of all the film work that your assistants have done, that you have done, your players knowing it, and following the instructions out of the timeout and you get the steal how that all come together i would be yeah. so proud as a coach like it's that's your, like that's yeah. that's well, like my exclamation <laughs> point if i'm a coach yeah well there's others we didn't get as perfectly right we've talked about that <laughs> but we're learning and so uh and that's fun because you know as a coach you want to get every one of them right uh and they do too they do too um but there's also the moment and you know different things happen in the moment but yeah that's fun i mean i think our staff does a tremendous job we have an incredible staff we have support staff that do incredible film work and you know we meet and we discuss you know what's best but the team is used to um, you know specific special situations that they know mean a lot to us that we put a lot of weight on into game sideline out of bounds baseline out of bounds you know any of those special situations and so um, early in the season that would was a little comical we didn't really get a lot of those <laughs> right and um, but we learned, can laugh about it <laughs> we learned through film <laughs> so uh, and you know obviously we were fortunate to get some wins uh, in those moments too so it was a little easier to show well um, one player that came off the bench and was absolutely fantastic and she is honored as this week's Pac-12 freshman of the week El Ladine what a game for her she had a career high on Friday yeah give it up for El career high on Friday versus Cal with 10 points and was really a factor in that game and you guys over the 70 point mark and then against Stanford she comes in 21 points she had three steals also had three assists but I just I was amazed at her moxie mm -hmm. in coming in against Stanford and there have been times when she just hasn't been able to buy a bucket this year and you know she's a scorer I've seen it in practice I can tell she is a bucket yeah she's a bucket and yeah. I it, the, the, the thing that I admire the most is that she's like I'm bringing it yes, and absolutely. she was so confident yes. from the opening moment she got yeah. on the floor she made a difference just tell me about her growth this year and what she brought from that in to that game against Stanford. Well, you could talk a ton about her growth. I, I would say I want to start with her character. Uh, I've never seen a young woman so excited for every every single other person in the world. Like it, it, she's just the genuinely so sweet. Celebrates everyone's success. So to see everyone celebrate her was really fun uh, because she is so about other people and she deserves uh, to be celebrated. And so I told her that uh, just recently. And so it's it's fun to see that she's been working incredibly hard. I think she's always been a confident score I think when you um, you know go to college I think you've chosen a high academic school you've chosen the Pac-12 you've chosen the highest level and you're excited about it, it says everything about you know who she is and who she can become as a player but it's also a challenge and so uh, you, you know coming out and learning defensive systems offensive systems I think our freshmen all worked really really hard at that um, and L is just 
I mean, locked in every day at practice, incredibly hardworking, studying her scout, getting her, ex- she shoots every day. I mean, you, you know Elle's going to be in the gym. Um, and brings teammates, never shoots alone, always brings other people. Uh, and so really neat to see her uh, get to shine. And, and really what she, she does best is score the basketball. Um, but she's also an incredible facilitator, like you said, um, and has really learned the defensive end. That's yeah. probably been the, the, the area I'm most excited for her in that she's had such growth uh, on that end of the court. Yeah, freshmen don't know how to play defense. <laughs> well, you said it, but no, <laughs> they I'm just kidding. don't. I mean, you know, that takes a minute. <laughs> and that's one of the things. It's like one, they never had to play defense in high school because coaches want them to save all their energy and don't get in foul trouble and give me buckets on the other end yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And so they don't know. And then they've never had to scout. In AAU, you roll the ball out. It's not right. like take away their left or they can't yeah. drive off the baseline. Or, yeah. you're just stand- it's pathetic basketball in a lot of ways. It's not the level that they're at, and especially with learning your system and then tweaking it, right. how to ice, how to do these things. And so sometimes they swim for a long time. But yeah, and you, also, you walk into out of COVID years, six years seniors that have lifted weights for you know a lot more years than you have and sure. understand systems more. Sorry, and so she, uh, it was neat to see. You know, she came in physically, uh, you know, very ready for the college game. And so, like like you said, it's just really neat to see her continue to grow and have success. And so she, El Ladine is the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year after 31 points against the Bay Area, and she's a kid from San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. How ex- oh, yeah. yeah. How excited was she? Yeah. I mean, she grew up in the shadow of Stanford and right there from the Bay Area, and they yeah. come up, and she doesn't get to go home this year because you don't go to Stanford yeah. and Cal. Yeah. I mean, she could live in that for a, hundred, oh, for a whole yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, and, she, you know, she's just such a humble kid. Um, she just went out there to have fun with her team. That's yeah. L, is to go out and compete and, and have fun with her team, and that's really who our team is. You know, we're going out and playing well for one another, and uh, so, and I think that also gives a great environment to freshmen. So many players played well, but uh, Delaya Daniels, I thought, was so tough. Mm-hmm. Her intensity and her post of, you're going up right now against the best front court in America. I mean, they're, it's so deep, it's so good with Cameron Brink and Ashton Prechtel and Fran Belibi and Kiki Irioff. And I mean, these players are, a lot of them going to be playing at the next level mm-hmm. and certainly pros, phenomenal. They had the number one player in the nation didn't even get off the bench in the game, Lauren Betts. It's, she's 6'7". It's remarkable. And yet, Delaya Daniels went in there. I thought she was the toughest player on the floor in that game and provided so much on both ends. You out-rebounded Stanford, who was plus 16 on average. They out-rebounded opponents by 16 per game. And you guys are number two. You're plus nine. <laughs> but you out-rebounded them by yeah. 10. Yeah. 11 offensive rebounds to two. And she was a key to, I think, all of it. She had seven rebounds, but she just was dominating in the paint at times and not intimidated at all. Well, what did you think yeah. of Delaya's weekend? Well, the, first of all, the toughest team is – we talk about that a lot. And so I thought the toughness of our team was really special. And that, you know, against Stanford, that's going to take a lot of post play. That's going to take a lot of banging. And uh, the growth that she's shown on the defensive end is just – I watched several clips, you know, highlighted, sent them to the staff. I was like, these are some really great clips of her um, battling really well positionally, understanding when to be physical, when to be fast, when to use her athleticism, you know, and, uh, you know, just thought she did an incredible job. Uh, And then I thought, you know, there's also supporting cast in team defense and post defense. And so I thought we had some great moments for each other, especially when then guards would get posted and she would need to provide that support for there as well. And so just a ton of growth uh, on that end of the floor. 
you know, for our team and yeah. for her. I just had a flashback to the first quarter. They kept trying to get it to Cameron Brink on the yeah. block, and you're, there was three white jerseys that reminded yeah. me of the performance. Your defense put in Reagan Beers at Oregon State and, yeah. and Mitrovic when they went in the lane where yeah. it's they're there, they know where they need to be, and it's great team defense, and that was impressive. Um, Haley Van Dyke, double-double against Stanford, shot the ball really well looked confident and it, it's just a joy to see somebody now in her fifth year who's been wearing the purple and gold all five and to see her have the success and it just was a joy to see like it makes everybody happy to see somebody having fun and it just looks like she's having fun playing ball right now yeah i hope so that's that's all we want for all of them is just to play with joy and play uh play this game and have fun together and compete like we said that's what we're doing together but um you know i can think of some moments in the game for her too where you know she's battling and physically battling and in some of the times she dove in and got offensive rebounds a free throw offensive rebound that yeah. she got and just critical powerful moments uh, and then have to go out and then handle the ball and shoot behind the ball screen. And, I mean, just the diversity of play was really special. Yeah, she had a great game. Ten rebounds to go along with 14 points against Stanford. And it doesn't get any easier. You're on the road. You're going to be at Utah Friday night against the seventh-ranked team in America, although you played them really tough. Uh, probably one of the best defensive performances against Utah when they were here in Seattle. And then you'll go to Colorado. We'll get a, a, a preview of that coming up. And when Husky Hoop fans are ready for action on the hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch the game. Or when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, they head to Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Come join us every Monday. We're here during the basketball season at Chinooks. We'll be right back. This is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show with Tina Langley on the Husky Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists. A proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. The there's always time for the drive through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Nothing fits your morning routine like your favorite breakfast from a sausage McMuffin to a sausage burrito to those crisp, flaky, fluffy hash browns. Mix and match them every day with buy one, get one for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. 
University of Washington women now 13 and 9 overall, the most wins they've had since 2017. And this program is growing, and I know that's what you want, Coach. And in the Pac-12, the beautiful thing about it is you just knocked off the number two team in the nation, and now you have number seven staring yeah. at you, and then you'll face number 25, both on the road at Elevation yeah. on Friday and Sunday. But you have played Utah, and defensively, you guys were brilliant against them, and so you've seen them. Mm -hmm. Now you make adjustments off what you did well and what yeah. you need to clean up. And so facing Utah, they just put 100-plus <laughs> points yeah. on the board at Oregon. Mm -hmm. 100 yeah. points on the board, yeah. and they lead the league with 85 points per mm -hmm. game. How... How do you try to contain, especially Alyssa Peely? <laughs> We're still working on that plan. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a while ago that we played them. I didn't realize that, you know, the time passes so fast in season. It's just another game, another game. And so when you watch our, our previous game, like we're, neither of us are the same uh, now and, and quite different. And they're, they're passing the ball so well, uh, sharing the basketball. They've always done that. But it's they're definitely in a groove right now. Uh, offensively, they're shooting it really well. They're, they had a young lady that wasn't, um, you know, shooting it as well as she did a year ago. Now she is, which, uh, again, just makes everybody really dangerous all the time. And so um, going to be a tough, tough, uh, you know, game for us. But we're excited to, to get out and start scouting and preparing. Can you imagine if you knock off number two <laughs> and then you go on the road and knock off number six? I'm really not kidding you when I tell you we're just worried about the jump ball. I mean, no, I the very next that. possession. <laughs> I know, but I just so. from a from the fans in here and those so, listening, yeah. this is what they're thinking: like, yeah. wow, could it be back to back? Yeah, could it well. happen? Like, once it happens, yeah. once people start believing that it can happen, right? Yeah. You, you've shown that they can believe in that that ceiling is you know getting higher and higher every game out right i think that the, we've shown that these young women are determined and they're working incredibly hard and uh, they're growing at a really fast rate um, and that they really love to play the game and with one another and so that's what's exciting i yeah. mean I, I hope the fans will keep coming out uh, just to, to celebrate them as as young women and competitors and um you know they love playing at washington they're so proud to, to wear that jersey and so we just want to keep fighting getting better for the school well, you certainly did that. You made a lot of people really excited and proud and happy. And uh, best of success on the road in the mountains, Utah Friday night and at Colorado on Sunday. I believe it's an 11 a.m. tip time, so an early one from Colorado. So best of luck. That does it for here. Coming up, it's going to be Mike Hopkins and Tony Castricone for the men's portion of the program here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of healthcare. UW Medicine, a higher degree of healthcare.
This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We are live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fishman's Terminal. One more round of, appa- uh, of applause for Tina Langley and the Washington women's basketball team that knocked off number two Stanford yesterday. What an atmosphere that was as well. Uh, and we're joined now by Washington men's assistant coach, Will Conroy. The legend, Dubs, is here. Thank you. Will, good to see you. Thanks for coming out tonight, man. Thank you. I, I just don't want to come behind Miss Tina Langley. That I know. Was ridiculous. That's a tough act to follow. No, huh? it's, it's, she was awesome. The team was awesome. But as I was just telling her, um, they've been close all year. I've watched yeah. all their games, and, and, and she is doing an unbelievable job on the day-to-day, the things that people don't see. And it was, it was great that everyone got to see uh, some of the returns from her practices and how they prepare. So that was just – it was coming. Mm-hmm. And they finally got it done, so I'm so happy for it. Well, you know, it's, it's funny that you kind of frame it that way because in, in a lot of ways I kind of almost feel like now as we transition to the men's team and you look at the final six games, mm-hmm. y- you can maybe say some similar things about the men. I mean, we're coming off a stretch of six straight games that by the time this thing's all said and done, this might have been six straight quad one games no, no at the end of it. I mean, this stretch has been brutal. And you grab two out of six, close to getting three out of six with that, that tough loss on the road at USC on Saturday. But now you, you kind of turn the page. You get a bye week in that we don't have to play again until Saturday against Washington State and, and some more manageable games on the back half of the schedule. Correct. Our, our season has been, uh, it's been, it's been tough uh, schedule-wise. Um, but everyone has to play it, so we, we make no excuses. We get, try to get our guys ready on a day-to-day basis, and you, you try to prepare them as much as possible to go out there and perform this best. And I think they did a really good job uh, second half of the UCLA game and, and uh, most of the game against USC. You make a couple shots late, uh, one or two less turnovers, and uh, you're right there to win the game against USC. So um, our next six games, you know, obviously we play – Played a team over in Eastern Washington. We won't say say the name, but we play that team and uh, got to get our guys ready. They'll be ready to play. You know, we have one of their former players, Noah Williams, and they'll be they'll be have their tails pinned back and their ears pinned up and ready to play play us. So we, we'll have to be ready. Yeah, I mean those games are always so fun. They're so emotional. They're a little bit chippy. They're high energy basketball games, and and 
just tell me about what playing in the Apple Cup basketball series meant to you as a former player. It means a lot. I mean, because you see these guys a lot. Um, they don't have as many local guys as they had when I played, but still, you want to have you know the rights to say we're the best team in the state. Yeah. And if you don't win, that's going to be thrown out a lot. And you'll see those guys. They'll tweet about it. Uh, when when uh, Noah Williams was there, he 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 act like he put a flag on our uh, uh, on our space needle in the in the gym. It was like this state yep. is mine. So that stuff means something to me. So we just got to make it to where it means something to everybody. So you don't want nobody doing that on your court. I and mean, hopefully we can go on their court and make it our home. Coach, tell me about you know just in general because this is the first time we've had you on the show this year. Um, just I, I gotta I gotta. I want to get your feel for this team and, and what's still out there for this yeah. team. Because I think people look at a 13-12 and 12 record, they say that's, that's kind of disappointing, uh, not where they want to be with a 5-9 and nine record in the league. Mm -hmm. And yet, yet, every game the rest of this year is winnable. You go win some postseason games, you can still get to 20 wins. Yeah. And I, I got to say, this is one of the most unlucky teams I've been around just going through piece of adversity, piece of adversity, and not like any of that matters, yeah. right? Like you, you, you can't make any excuses, but – the hits keep coming, and it seems like this team stays resilient. It does, and that's a, and that's a huge testament to our guys, the kind of guys we've brought in. Uh, there are no excuse-making uh, team. They don't care. They don't care. Next guy mentality. Uh, we, obviously, we lost Frank Kepnang, who is going to be a huge piece of what we're doing, not just on the floor, but he is a leader. He's an yeah. emotional leader, and he's someone that the, the home fans can get behind. Uh, you, uh, Noah Williams goes down with a torn meniscus who was supposed to start point guard. I think in our exhibition he had 14 and 10 assists. Then the start of our uh, Weber State game, he tears his meniscus, and he's still battling. I don't think he's 100%. I, don't I think, think he's so like 75%. Yeah. He's just a tough kid. Um, so facing adversity, every team does it. Uh, it just so happened that, you know, we lost a couple of guys. Um, but like you said, uh, six games remaining. Got to do one at a time. Try to chip away at it mm -hmm. and uh, um, and go from there. You can't you can't say coulda woulda shoulda in this business, right? No. Nope. You you have to look forward and you have to win the next game that that you play. All right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more in detail about this trip we're coming off down to L.A. Tough trip. Dropped both games, but I thought acquitted themselves from a toughness standpoint in both those contests. We'll talk about the UCLA and USC game, and then also look ahead to the Boeing Apple Cup series. Game one, round one in Pullman coming up on Saturday night with uh, Will Conroy, Husky assistant coach, joining us live at Chinooks, home of the best seafood in Seattle. We cannot wait to talk more with Coach Dub when we continue in a moment on the Husky Sports Network from Learfield. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. The there's always time for the drive through deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Nothing fits your morning routine like your favorite breakfast. From a sausage McMuffin to a sausage burrito to those crisp, flaky, fluffy hash browns. Mix and match them every day with buy one, get one for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. 
This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill and less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA, plus a new and exciting food menu this season you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Welcome back. We are live at Chinooks from Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Husky men's team has uh, the week off this week and then they're uh, heading to the Palouse to take on Washington State on Saturday night. Hey, when Husky Hoop fans are ready for action on the hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch a game. But when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, where do you think they come? Chinooks, right here. Chinooks. Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Uh, Will Conroy uh, filling in, pinch hitting for Coach Hop today and and coach, uh, let's talk a little bit detail about this most recent trip to the LA schools. It starts at UCLA, and I just feel like we, we kind of caught them at a bad time. I mean, <laughs> they they had a 14-game winning streak. Then they lost two tough ones in a row. Then they were coming off a bye where they're sitting around just steaming mad. Yeah. And I felt like they came out and hit us in the mouth for those first five, seven minutes of the ball game. And we just kind of had too big of a deficit early to be able to climb out of. They really did. They, uh, we knew it. You know, you can say all you want at practice, but you can't simulate uh, what that would feel like. Hmm. And uh, it was on the scout. We knew they, they would be ferocious in the first five, sec- five, eight minutes of the game. And they were. They were physical. Uh, they challenged our passes. They challenged our catches. Um, they pushed us out on offense. And our guys had wide eyes, if I'm being honest. And then, uh, Coach, we decided to go with our older guys. Uh, and we played a lot of, of, our older, of our older players. We played Jamal Bay. We played P.J. Fuller. Guys who've been there, done that, been in big ball games. And we were able to get our feet back underneath us. And uh, they competed, and they, they brought us back. And... Before you knew it, you looked up and it was two, three possession game. I know. Yeah, I mean, I thought the the scrap, the fight was was really noticeable. Mm-hmm. It was really fun to watch, honestly. Um, at the end of the day, that you know, I, I hate to just pin it on one thing. What stands out to me the most is something as simple as the college game. You get those one and ones, and yeah. you got to hit the first yeah. shot. And Absolutely. and in the comeback building process. There's three front ends of one-and-ones that are missed. That's six missed free throw opportunities out there, six points left out there when you're down by seven, eight points in the comeback effort. There's no question. And we've won games like that this year. We've won games where St. Mary's, uh, 
P.J. Fuller goes to the line, makes two free throws, takes it into overtime. We've won games where Braxton uh, Mia was fouled late in the game, and he, and he goes up there and knocks both down in a one-on-one type of situation. So we've won games like that. Uh, unfortunately, we had one of our best free throw shooters go up there in Keon Brooks, and he just missed the free throw, so it happens. Uh, you just try to get back to the free throw line the next day or at practice, and you work, work your tail off at it, and hopefully that situation shows up again. And I think against USC, uh, Brooks may have went 10 for 13 from the line or something like that. 11 so to 13, 11 yeah. 11 for 13. So uh, he righted his wrongs, and, and it happens in the game of basketball. You just hope you can make them. You work to make them, and he just missed them. But to give ourselves a chance to be back in the game where it depended on free throws, I was really proud of our guys, the level of fight and the level of uh, – uh, not giving up that they showed uh, shows that we're, we're coming a long way. Sometimes wins and losses don't show it. Sometimes, you know, it's the pro- uh, process. And right now, you know, the process of staying together, uh, going through this tough time. And, and this is what people, you know, from the outside looking in probably wouldn't say is we haven't had the core of a team for two years since we had Matisse Steibel and David Chris team to yeah. have the same team for two years. In a row, yeah. In a row. And that's important in college basketball. You look at all the top teams in our conference. You look at USC, Boogie Ellis and Peterson. Mm-hmm. Boogie is senior. Peterson is a fifth-year senior, and they've been at USC. You look at UCLA, same thing. And you look at Arizona with Tabellis and Kirk Kirsa. They've been there two or three years. So the core of their team has been together. And uh, we actually have a team that can all come back besides Jamal Bay. So yeah. Uh, the future could be bright, you know, uh, uh, depending on, you know, obviously we get to the offseason. Transferring is a big thing now. So, yep. you know, ho- hopefully, you know, we have guys who are happy and want to come back and do this and do this a year, uh, again. Yeah, I, you make a great point because we just played Arizona and UCLA very recently. And it's like you almost don't even need to put a scout together for those games, right? Like no. we, we've seen these guys so many times. Correct. It's not – you don't have to even figure out who's going to do what. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, very – turnkey and it's it's what in college basketball you just don't see much of anymore is just the continuity uh in a program because because of transfer portal and and all sorts of other things guys that maybe are one and dones and and those sort of things but i wanted to ask you about keon brooks here's what he's done in his last seven games from a points perspective 26 25 17 22 25 23 22 wow i mean that's pretty good right that that makes me happy it makes me happy because i'll share something with you guys that you know, only probably the coaching staff uh, was privy to. Um, here's a kid who was a five-star kid, um, does what all most five-star kids do. They go to one of the uh, uh, Blue Bloods uh, mm-hmm. schools. I won't say which school. You guys can look that up on your own. But they go to a Blue Blood school, and, and they get tossed in with other five-star kids. And for whatever reason, uh, along the process, they were told that they would be the top kid of the five-star kids. Mm. And uh, he gets to school, and um, he becomes a role guy. And I don't think in, his, in, in a million years when he picked schools, he thought he would be a role player going into college. Mm. And on some different platforms, I, I was even told that, you know, some people from Kentucky didn't think he was good enough mm. to be the main guy. So uh, he takes a – uh, roll of a dice and comes all the way out west to a school he's never been to, never seen. Uh, he knows his friend Isaiah Stewart went here and had success. And he decided that he wanted to come out here and try it. And uh, he's having a great deal of success. He's loving it. He loves Seattle. That's awesome. Uh, uh, and he loves his teammates. So 
I'm extremely happy for him. And even as you see the growth of him during the season, like the beginning, he struggled kind of mm -hmm. learning how to be the man. Uh, had that injury early too? All, had an injury early, always looking over his shoulder to see if that was a good shot or a bad shot. Just didn't have the confidence of being the man. Mm -hmm. And now you see it's like his chest is out. Like mm -hmm. when he goes into the game, he knows that I'm going to play well. And just to see that growth, and you look and you say, what well, if you could get that for one more year? Mm. If you can get that for one more year, then, you know, that's kind of why you take a guy with an extra year. You're like, man, if we can get that for one more year, now you're really good. And he'd be like us returning Terrell Brown from last year. Right. So imagine if Terrell Brown had another year and we got him back. So that's how we see uh, Keon Brooks, and I'm extremely happy for him. And uh, hopefully he continue to do the same things. So Keon is insanely productive. And when you look at his stats, mm -hmm. I mean, the numbers are eye-popping, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so what's the next step for him? Because, you know, we'll, we'll see some turnovers at times and, mm -hmm. and some of those other things. So, like, what's, what's the next step for Keon Brooks to be the player that you know he can be, to be the potential All-American candidate? Obviously, I think that if he can get his percentages higher, like uh, three-point shooting, uh, if he can get his three-point shooting up to about 37, 38, 40%, I think uh, for him to play at the next level at his position, I think being an efficient three-point shooter, also uh, just becoming a better uh, all-the-time defender, mm -hmm. a guy where you know if I go at him, I can't score. And those are the things that I think that he, he continues to shore up. I think uh, the sky's the limit for him as a player as far as his future. And I'm just glad to, to say, you know, when he does move on and, and go and play pro basketball, I'll be extremely happy to say uh, he's a Washington alumni. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, so we fall at UCLA, then the game against USC. Uh, we don't have Cole Bajma. It's a bummer <laughs> because he's your best three-point shooter, and you're taking on the number one two-point field goal defense in America. In so sense. that stinks. But I thought the team went out there. They were the ones, the Huskies were the ones that hit first, right? Yeah. Jump out to that early 16-9 to lead. SC puts their run together. Huskies weather the storm. It ends up, that early second half was mm -hmm. just like, I, I said it was like Rocky and Drago, middle of the ring, yeah, just <laughs> punch, punch, swing, haymaker. And I just thought, you know, yes, obviously this one falls a little bit short, but I, I read a stat somewhere that said, our scoring margin when Keon Brooks and Braxton Mia were on the court together at the yeah, same time correct. was plus 12 against USC. Correct. Uh, obviously, Braxton Mia getting into foul trouble <laughs> on the road in conference play, that is, that is a hard thing for this team to deal with when it doesn't have Frank Kepnon. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, Rocky Four is the reference that you use. This is my favorite movie. Yes, yes, my man. That's, that's why I knew we were awesome tight. Awesome movie. <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, I love it. But, yes, when, when, you know, you need Braxton, you need his size. Uh, he actually helps Keon, uh, and he helps uh, Keon Minifield as well. When you have Braxton rolling to the rim, the defense has to respect him because he's such a lob threat. Um, he helps your offense. And then defensively, just having that big old glass of water down there is hard mm -hmm. to score over him. Yeah. And they have to think about it. Uh, and once he left, I think they're one of the top – two-point shooting teams in the league, too, mm -hmm. just from mid-range and at the rim. Yep. I think their at-the-rim percentages were like 70% because he only played 18 minutes uh, that night. So um, that's the one thing we have to shore up, keep him out of foul trouble while still being aggressive, big Braxton. If we can keep him aggressive and stand out of foul trouble, it would really help us. Uh, you know, and, and if you're a Washington Husky fan, you know we've had a tradition of have, having really good centers amongst the years. You go back to 
Buddha Edwards, and you can go to Todd McCullough, Patrick Femmerlin, and the list goes on and on mm-hmm. and on about having really, really good bigs, uh, centers at the University of Washington. So hopefully Braxton can fall right into that, that category. And uh, we get big Frank back, and then you have a two-headed monster. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait for next year. That's going to be awesome. More with Will Conroy when we continue live from Chinooks in Seattle's Fishman's Terminal. This is Husky Basketball from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.5% 7-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. All right, we're back on the Husky Basketball Coaches Show live at Chinooks with Husky Assistant Coach Will Conroy. I'm Tony Castricone. And uh, come on out next Monday night for our next Husky Basketball Coaches Show as uh, you get to enjoy the best seafood in Seattle. And for those that come here, those that come here know we've got the fish bowl and we give away, uh, we give away some goodies afterwards. We give away some tickets, some swag, some free meals. So come on out to Chinooks next Monday for the show. Um, Coach, uh, big game coming up on Saturday. An opportunity to play in round one of the Boeing Apple Cup Series against Washington State. And what kind of drives me a little bit crazy, if I'm being honest, is I look at the Ken Palm ratings, I look at the NET, and I see Washington. I'm looking up, and I see Washington State ranked ahead of Washington, and the record is 10-15. and 15. I don't I, – they must be – look, that win at Arizona, that, that helps, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. But at the end of the day – the computers love these guys more than us, and they've got a 10 and 15 record, and, and we're three games ahead of them in the standings. Uh, that's uh, when you start talking about Kim Palm and Net. That's one thing I haven't quite figured out. <laughs> I, I, I'm still one of those guys who watch the game of basketball with my eyes, and my eyes tell me 
what I believe. I, I'll never, I'll, I'll never challenge my eyes on things. I mean, Washington State, they play hard. I think from what I've heard is that uh, if you always play in close games and, and, the, and, mm-hmm. your, and your, your losses are close losses, it helps you stay hot in the net. Mm-hmm. So to me, a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter if you lose by 30 or you lose by one. At the end of the season, they're going to say you lost the game. So we'll see what happens uh, on Saturday. Uh, I guess we're playing against Washington State and Ken Palm. So <laughs> well, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Cougs. Uh, Muhammad Gay is, is a nice-looking player who I think kind of is coming out party Absolutely. in Pullman against us last year. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about him? I remember that uh, our, our game plan was to allow <sighs> – the high post guy to turn and uh, make a mid-range shot. And we didn't, because they shot the three so well, we didn't think if we were taking one thing away, it was the three-point shot last year mm. from Washington State. And Mohammed Guy proved that he can turn and beat you himself from the high post. And so we made the adjustment in game <laughs> two, and we took away the high post. And uh, we allowed him to make a couple threes, but we were able to win the game. So I, I think we're probably going to, Use the same uh, game plan. Uh, not let him score 30 points from the high post. Yeah, yeah, no and, doubt. And uh, try to go from there. Even though they are the top three-point shooting team in our league. Yeah, wow. Uh, well, hey, Coach, I really appreciate you coming down and, and, and pinch hitting for Coach Hop today. Everybody put your hands together for Will Conroy. Husky legend, Husky assistant coach. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I'll, I have a message to Husky fans. Just, just stay with us. I promise you, at some point, we will continually be in top five in our conference. Mm. That's a promise. It's coming. It's coming. These guys are playing pretty well, and, and I think uh, it's going to be a fun final stretch. Six games coming up, all winnable, and it starts on Saturday night on the road in the Boeing Apple Cup Series at Washington State. Uh, thanks to Elise Woodward and Tina Langley for being here, for Will Conroy, for Terry Ryan, for all the folks here at Chinooks. I'm Tony Castricone. Thanks for listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each week throughout the season to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show has been presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network. 